Hey everybody, I'm Tim Muma. Thanks for checking out localjobnetwork.com radio and the podcast Moving Up the Ladder, where we bring you experienced professionals with some insight into enhancing the success of your career. Now, as we've discussed on plenty of episodes, your managers throughout your career will play a big role in your success. However, you don't have to let them hold your entire fate in their hands. Our guest, Ron Hollihan, is an experienced individual. He's the director of program management, and some of his previous employers include Apple, I'm sure you've heard of them, and Sure Incorporated. And he's on the phone with us today to let us know how we can effectively manage our managers. Ron, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Tim. Well, let's jump right to the nuts and bolts, the meat of this. When you say managing your manager, what, what do you mean by that? Well, we all know we need to do a job when we're working for a company and we need to do that job well. And your manager has a responsibility to ensure that you perform to the best of your abilities. But what most of us fail to realize is is that we also have a responsibility to help make our manager successful. Hmm. And we can do this by helping to manage our interactions with our manager. So why in general do you see this as being so important, sort of this give and take and this relationship that you're going to have with your manager? Well, like I said, most of us, I think, focus on our immediate goals and needs and what we need to do to get our job done. Right. But most of us don't spend enough time thinking about what our managers need okay. to be successful. Now, as I mentioned, um, you know, we've done a number of shows talking about uh, managers. We've also done a lot of shows focused on communication in general. When you look at something like this, and we're talking about that relationship with a manager, what do you see as the most important aspect of communication when it comes to, again, developing sort of that rapport or understanding how your relationship works with them? The key that I have found in my own career to having a successful relationship with my manager is to really understand their communication style and to try to mirror it. And let me give you a couple of examples of that uh, that may clarify that. For example, if your manager doesn't check or follow up on emails very quickly, then sending them an email and expecting a quick response will probably not be productive for either one of you. Right. And similarly, if your boss is in meetings all day, leaving a voicemail and expecting a quick response will probably not work either. Okay. And you sort of mentioned it there, um, you know, mirroring, as you said, their style. I guess from my point of view, is that giving up a little bit of yourself or do you think that's just sort of the dance you have to play when you're looking to be successful? It's not really giving up, you know, any part of yourself or your your own self communication. What it really is doing is effectively improving communication. Okay. And that's what it's all about. It's It's finding out how your manager communicates to the best of their abilities and trying to match your communication style to make both both your manager and yourself successful in that communication. Well, and it sounds like too, you, I mean, as far as what you mentioned, timing seems to play a pretty big role with this. Uh, Do you see that as being something that often gets in the way uh, of people having that effect relationship or being successful is just not understanding that time component between the two? Well, a lot of it is just understanding the correct time component. There's really, there's two types of, of communication. There's synchronous and asynchronous. And let me start with asynchronous communication. Email, memos, voicemail are all considered asynchronous communication. And what this is, is in other words, it's, it isn't a real-time communication or discussion. Right. This type of communication is good for one-way status updates 
for questions that are not critical or required to be quickly reacted on. Synchronous, on the other hand, or real-time communication includes things like, you know, phone calls, texting, face-to-face discussions, whiteboarding, video conferencing. And these are better for collaboration and quick responses. So depending on the situation, whether you need to answer quickly or it can wait till the end of the day or maybe the next day, you should choose the type of communication that best suits the situation. I think it's great that you differentiated the two there and just the importance of understanding what you need and what your manager needs as far as, you know, maybe they need that time frame or it needs to be something immediate. So I do appreciate you bringing up that difference there. Now, we were talking about communication styles a little bit. How about just work style in general? What are you talking about there? Uh, How does it impact you? Is it a personality thing? Where where would you go when you hear work style and, and figuring that out? So, you know, one of the things that you should focus on and try to better understand is what is the work style of your manager? Are they in meetings all day long? Are they traveling a lot? Are they spending time focused on, you know, their own work in their own office with a door shut? And so, you know, what you should do is take a bit of time and have a discussion with your manager on what is the type of communication for the particular situation that they prefer. Do they prefer email or voicemail, face-to-face communication? Notice how long it takes them to respond to your emails and voicemail. And if they get back to you quickly, that may be an avenue where you can get quick responses. But if it takes them a while to get back to you, then maybe a face-to-face meeting is a better approach. Also look at things when you're talking about your work or your project. Does your manager prefer lots of detail or just top-level bullets and ask them that, you know, how much detail do you want on this? Also, when you're in meetings with them, do they do most of the talking or do they mainly just listen to what you have to say? Hmm. And check out body language in those meetings. Uh, They may be telling you that they, you know, are kind of ready to move on to the next topic or they have another meeting they need to start planning for. So it's, again, just really being sensitive and having that discussion with your manager and picking up on some of the, these nonverbal cues on uh, how best to communicate with them. I find it interesting you use the phrase there, uh, being sensitive to your manager, because I think you might have mentioned in an article you wrote that when someone here is managing their manager, there's this immediate thought of like manipulation of somehow playing mm-hmm. a game with them, but that's not at all what you're getting with this. You're really talking about really observation and and learning and understanding if I'm if I'm hearing you correctly. Yeah, absolutely. You know, all of those are unique as employees and managers are no different. They're unique as well. And as you mentioned Tim, it's not about manipulation. You're not trying to uh have your manager do your, you know, your bidding for you. <laughs> but um, you are trying to have that close relationship with them in order to successfully get both sides of the of the table, both of your work done. So, you know, it's really about how to make sure that the way you're communicating and your work style falls into line with theirs. Of course, you've talked a number of times here just about um, maybe the communication side and the timing of things and and how that all coincides How about bringing up those points that you mentioned where maybe you want to ask questions, maybe you have some smaller items to touch on. Have you seen it better to schedule one meeting and address all those questions in sort of one time period or ask your manager immediately when something pops up, Uh, maybe some pros and cons to each of those tactics? What's kind of been your experience? Again, it really depends. It's all really about efficiency and communication. 
Obviously, if your manager needs a critical piece of information, perhaps they have a meeting with their boss in an hour, you're going to want to get that to them as quickly as possible. And maybe, you know, stopping by their office and saying, here's the information you needed or shooting them a quick email is the best approach. However, on the other hand, and I actually, when I was managing folks, I had direct reports that would just stop by my office or shoot me emails constantly throughout the day. And what that does is it interrupts your your manager's, you know, workflow and that's not efficient. And so you want to be you want to be sensitive and you want to find out, you know, if they need the information quickly, get it to them quickly. But if you can just let them provide a summary or or a status of a bunch of different points or questions for non-critical, time-critical information, that's probably the best approach. Right. Obviously, you also, as an employee, you have a different job than your manager does. And, um, you know, sometimes we don't really understand what might go into their day-to-day or their weekly or even their goals for the long term. What do you feel is important to understand when it comes to your manager's position or maybe questions you could ask that would help in uh, really understanding that relationship and being able to, to work together? You know, I think one of the important things in better understanding how you can support your manager is understanding the goals that they have on their plate. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I recommend that you ask your manager to share their goals so you can see how you can best support them. They may not be able to share all the confidential information that they have that doesn't concern you, but most likely they're going to appreciate wanting, you know, wanting to, you wanting to see where you can best support them in meeting their goals. Also, you know, realize that most good managers and encourage the sharing of opinions and concerns and suggestions. But at some point, your your managers really, they have the responsibility of giving a final decision for those areas that they're responsible for. Right. And it's really important to, you know, at that point, acknowledge that you understand the decision, even if you don't necessarily agree with it. They are put in that position to be successful and to own certain decisions. And, um, you know, I think it's really important that after you've given all the information and provided them the uh, support and asked the questions that you think are relevant, that you accept whatever decision that we make. Well, that kind of segues nicely into the kind of the final point or question that I had in mind, just regarding your own personal performance, because of course, as an employee, you're looking to keep your job, you're looking to be successful. Mm -hmm. Um, As you mentioned, maybe you don't agree with a path or something that's going on within the organization, but there's kind of that balance there. What would you tell the listeners that they have to keep in mind when it comes to their own personal performance and how it might relate or not relate to what your manager is doing? You know, again, I think your own personal performance, you want to find out and do whatever you can to be successful in your job area, but also to find out how you can best support your manager. And remember, your job is not to necessarily criticize the decisions that your manager is empowered to make, uh, regardless if you disagree. And, you know, grumbling, and especially behind the manager's back, will only serve to strain the relationship. So you should take the initiative to, you know, provide whatever support you can but know where your bounds are in your authority for your position and stay within those bounds. Do you see that any, I don't know, type of question or protest that an employee could make that, that is crossing that line, um, especially maybe, maybe that employee is concerned, 
hey, I understand these are your long-term goals, but this really hinders me from doing my job effectively. And I know I'm talking in very much a, a theory here. I'm not giving a specific scenario, mm-hmm. but maybe it's something you've come across or something you've thought about that uh, maybe you could give the listeners some advice on. As I mentioned, I've managed reports before, and I've always really appreciated people having, you know, I, I see them as kind of somewhat of my counsel. In other words, I want to make decisions based on information that they bring to the table. And I think it's very important as managers to listen to employees and to really understand the challenges they have and take those into consideration. But on the other side of the table, your manager has a lot of different channels of information, and you may be just one of those channels providing the information. So the best thing you can do if you feel that uh, there's some information that you feel very strongly about that you feel is very important, let your manager know that. Let them know that you feel very strongly about this and that this you feel this is very important to this decision. And then let go, you know, let them make that final decision Mm -hmm. and accept it because they are the ones put into that position, that authority position to make that decision. And I've seen folks that, you know, they they argue their case and at the end of of the day, the manager decides to do something different and they get so frustrated. And at some point you can only control what you can control. And so you have to let go and you have to, you know, feel like you've done what you can do, sure. but it's really up to your manager to make that final decision. Well, Ron, it's uh, it's definitely been nice hearing uh, some perspectives on this, and I think our listeners have been able to get some uh, some nice examples and some ideas for themselves. Maybe they're dealing with some struggles within their own uh, organization with their managers, but we always like to give our guests here at the end, uh, maybe the last 30 seconds or so, to give our listeners a final takeaway, something we didn't touch on maybe, or one area you'd like to emphasize uh, just to wrap up the conversation. Sure. I would say the one takeaway that I would like to give is that to be successful in your job, you have a responsibility to show maturity and respect for others. And that means your colleagues. And it also means your manager. And by respecting your manager and taking the initiative to have a discussion with them on how you can best communicate with them, support, and then enable their success, it's going to, you know, ultimately lead to your success in your position. And uh, hopefully, uh, eventually, you'll get that manager job that you are looking for. I like the uh, connection there, kind of coming full circle. Unfortunately, we are going to have to wrap things up here on this episode of Moving Up the Ladder. We've been examining some ways to effectively manage your managers and how that can aid in your career. We have been speaking with experienced director of program management, Ron Hollihan, and he also, uh, some former employers include Apple and Sure Inc., So you can check those out if you have any interest in what he did over there. Ron, thanks for sharing your insight with us today. We do appreciate it. Thank you, Tom. And as always, if you, the listener, have any thoughts on this topic, or if you'd like to suggest a subject for us to cover, just email ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com and tell us that you want to learn some more about that topic. You can also reach out to us via Twitter, at the LJN is where you can find us. We'd, of course, love to hear from you there as well. Wishing you success in all your endeavors. I'm Tim Muma. Take care, everybody.